All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to KOVE 1330 AM, 107.7 FM, Community Connected. You're listening to the award-winning Lander Biz Show, where we chat with Lander Chamber of Commerce Executive Director Owen Sweeney, along with one of the featured chamber members. This week, Owen has brought along Brian Lejambre, the Vice President Branch Manager for Meridian Trust Federal Credit Union. Uh, we're going to talk about a number of topics today, uh, ranging from fraud, uh, things that are happening in the news, kind of uh, what the difference between a credit union and and a bank is. Before we get into all of that and talking about some uh, potential building renovations that are going to be coming up here uh, in the coming months, how is everyone doing this morning? I'm doing well, Vince. It's always good to be here. Oh, I'm glad to have you. Oh, doing fantastic. Thanks for having me today. Brian, we're really excited to get you in here to uh, meet you and talk about uh, the Meridian Trust Federal Credit Union. Uh, before we talk about some of the uh, topics we mentioned before, uh, give us a little background information on yourself. Uh, how long have you lived here in Lander? Are you from the area? Uh, and how did you get into the banking field? Yeah, certainly. So um, I've been in Lander about six years now. Uh, I am a UW graduate right after college. I uh, entered the credit union field down in Laramie and then about six years ago moved up here with my family and uh, stayed in the financial services industry. Um, I've been at Meridian for about a year now. Okay. And uh, just uh, excited to be part of uh, that organization and being able to serve the community. serve the people of Lander. Well, we're excited to have you here. If I may ask, what was it that brought you to Lander from Laramie? Uh, my wife actually uh, got a teaching position up here and uh, thought it was good for our family to come to uh, the middle of Wyoming. And so we packed up and came up here. Congrats. Yeah, it's an awesome little area to, uh, yeah. to to find yourself in. Yeah, not the first time I've heard that. So that's great. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Well, uh, we're excited to have you here. And like I said, just learn a little bit more about yourself. Uh, kind of give us some background information on what you know about uh, Meridian Trust. Federal Credit Union. Uh, one of the common questions that we get is, what's the difference between a credit union and a bank? Well, um, for at the base level, um, we are a financial institution, so we offer the products and services that most financial institutions do. We have uh, deposit products, savings, checking, um, you know, online banking, debit mm-hmm, cards, mm-hmm. everything that you would find at any other financial institution. But the biggest difference from a bank is that we are strictly member-owned. Uh, we don't have a board of directors that we answer to. Um, we do have a board that serves the credit union, but gotcha. we don't have investors that um, we have to appease and make sure they make their profit. Mm-hmm. Everything goes back to the member. <clears throat> so um, we also, as a credit union, do benefit for being a uh, not-for-profit organization. So we do have some tax benefits, but ultimately that benefits the member because we can return that back to them with better rates on deposits and lower interest rates. Pass on those savings bank. back onto the customer. Exactly. Uh, now, how long has Meridian been in Lander, did you say? So um, the Meridian Trust as a whole was uh, started in 1954 under uh, Wyoming Employees Federal Credit Union down in Cheyenne. Um, but in 1979, uh, we merged with Papoja Federal Credit Union. Okay. That was here in Lander, and this was the second location for Meridian. Uh, so since 1979, they've been in the community, um, started out in a trailer on the property that we sit now, and they eventually were able to build a building. and. Here we sit, 44 years later. That's amazing. That's such a cool history. I had no idea about I that. I did not know that at all. That is that is a, that is really neat history. Now, you were uh, we, 
talking about the difference between uh, banks and uh, and uh, credit unions like this, uh, what are some of the other benefits that uh, you think that folks just may not be aware of uh, that they can get at Meridian Trust? As a uh, community-focused credit union, um, besides all the basic banking services that we do offer, uh, we like to provide our members with um, education on their financial situations and ways that they can improve their financial situations. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, We, our uh, loan officer, Kelsey Marshall, she recently finished a course to become a certified financial counselor. Oh, great. So she is able to take people that, you know, are just having problems making a budget or having problems making ends meet. And folks like me is what you're saying. (laughs) This is who I should be reaching out to. Yes, come on in and talk to Kelsey. Uh, So she can help provide a strategy on creating a budget, saving for retirement, saving for uh, college for uh, kids, Mm -hmm, anything mm -hmm. along those lines. So All the stuff that can be really daunting for somebody if they don't have uh, someone to kind of guide them along. Exactly. So just kind of an extra service that we offer to try to improve uh, the situation of all of our members. We also recently, uh, I became a uh, facilitator for the Junior Achievement Program, um, where we, at the request of schools, are able to go into elementary schools, junior high schools, high Mm -hmm. schools, and present some of the information similar to that to students. That's amazing. So when they leave school, they're not, you know, they're not clueless on their financial situation. We teach them how to balance a checkbook, uh, make a budget, save money, be prepared for when they want to buy a car down the line. Um, So that's something new that we have been doing. How long has that been going on, did you say? Um, we've just gotten involved in that. We're working on setting some stuff up with schools, so we're definitely in the infancy of that. Great. Yeah, I know. I, I was a teacher here in the district for a while, and the family and consumer sciences classes would love to have you be someone to come in and talk to them. And it always piques the kid when you bring up money around kids. They always they start to listen a little bit more. I've yeah. noticed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, financial illiteracy is is a, is a widespread issue, especially among the younger set. So it's been you know we've got several kids varying ages, so it's been interesting to see how some of them have sort of absorbed habits and things that we tried to inculcate in other ones. It's sort of like, well, we need a little more hands-on, you know, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. guidance with this one. So the idea that you're going to be going in uh, and partnering with the school systems, that's that's wonderful to hear. And then with credit unions, being uh, that it's member-based, there's typically qualifications you have to meet to be a part of the credit union. Um, in a lot of places, they have what are called select employee groups to where your company has to agree that you can be a part of a credit union. Okay. Um, here in Fremont County, we are lucky enough to be community chartered credit union, mm-hmm. which means if you live, work, or worship within Fremont County, you qualify for membership. Okay. Okay. Huh. So um, the nice thing about that is at the request of local businesses, one of the things we can do is uh, attend, um, you know, a, a meeting, a uh, an employee meeting to also give that same information to businesses and towns employees about what they can do to save for retirement or other facets uh, of where they can put their money. We had a poll come out in our uh, credit union newsletter recently that uh, they were asking people what was most stressful in the in, that 
that concerns them in regards to their job. And right, 72% right. 72% said stress about finances was one of their biggest concerns, mm-hmm. up from 65% the year before. And when people are stressed at work about their financial situation, then that's taking away from the task at hand. It trickles so, down. It trickles down to everything else from that point. Exactly. So we wanted to we wanted to ask you, you know, with stuff like what's been going on with Silicon Valley Bank, Credit Suisse, and now um, now several others. I mean, obviously Credit Suisse is, is overseas, but there have been a few banks here in the United States who failed. And a lot of people, it, 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 you know, two questions really. You know, what does that? How does that affect credit unions? And what can people do? in a credit union versus a bank that may be able to help them protect their money or is there really not much of a difference? I would say that, uh, yeah, that's definitely a hot topic right now going on in the news with banks failing. We've definitely uh, had some people interested and concerned with uh, their money that they have deposited with us and uh, we've been able to explain to them the situation and set their minds at ease. The biggest difference I would say with this is uh, credit unions tend to invest more conservatively tend to have more uh, secure investments. So ultimately what it comes down to is panic is contagious. And um, when people have concerns, um, financial institutions only have to keep so much of a percentage of their money on hand to meet the demands of withdrawal. So when there is a panic and a large amount of people start going in and withdrawing their money, uh, financial institutions have to sell off some of their investments to meet Mm -hmm. that need for cash. And if it's a situation like this to where those investments aren't quite worth what they were when they were originally purchased, the institution's going to take a loss to meet those cash demands of their customers that are withdrawing that money. While we do have the you know, ratios and don't necessarily have every dollar in the bank that everybody has deposited in there, uh, with what we have, we are able to meet the me- needs of our members. So there's not an over-concern that we're going anywhere or that we're in any sort of financial trouble. Definitely. And, and kind of, uh, do you think that plays into where you guys are in a better position than the banks because of your, you're not privately or that because you are privately owned, like you mentioned before, and not having to answer to the bigger corporation name? It's that um, that we don't dabble in some of those investments and that it's just more conservative with what we do mm-hmm. invest in. So mm-hmm. it's going to take a lot more to shake the foundation of the institution. Definitely. Yeah. You know, as you were as you were talking, Brian, I was thinking about some of the things I've been reading and, and listening to and talking about how maybe not every one of the banks has failed, but with Silicon Valley Bank in particular and, and maybe one or two others, you know, the 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 difference in how they've invested the funds that they've had, right? They're not only are they they um, investing in in, in questionable uh, investment tools, or or uh, you know, it's it in a lot of cases it's politically motivated, or people who have been appointed to the boards have been put there for political reasons and not necessarily because they have anything to do. <laughs> they don't know how, they don't have a banking background. You got a bank with a bank and you know a board. You know, that's that's not thinking about how best to manage our our customers money. You know, that's a problem. So the idea that we've got a small, a relatively small credit unions and banks here and the regional banks here in Wyoming that are even the banks, you know, are more are more conservative. But when you look at it from the from the 
the uh, the credit union perspective, it's yeah, it's much more so that way. They're answering only to the members, and so the money is more secure. It's not sort of out there invested in some questionable schemes or or or, or issues. Yeah, and one thing as far as on the individual level for uh, consumers that comes up quite a bit is um, banks have the protection of the uh, FDIC uh, where their deposits are protected up to $250,000. As a credit union, we have something very similar. uh, It's called the NCUA, and essentially... um, we have the same protection for our members, uh, the $250,000 threshold. Um, and if members or anybody else is concerned with their funds being at the bank and, or at the credit union and being protected, uh, there are ways that we can structure accounts and how they're set up to provide more protection than the $250,000. So, um one of the biggest things that we've been advising our members when they come in is to make sure all their information on their accounts are updated, that they have beneficiaries on there. Um, all these little things will pay out tenfold if anything were to happen mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, you wanted to make sure your funds were protected. Um, we're always willing to do an analysis on accounts with us, accounts with other places, and kind of give you an idea of what you're looking at as far as protection for your funds. Totally. And, and on that issue of protection, too, uh, I know that there are different types of fraud that are very prevalent right now. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? And what have you guys seen at, uh, at Meridian Trust? Well, unfortunately, in this day and age, not a day goes by where somebody is um, concerned about an email that they received, a mm-hmm. phone call that they received. Because they're getting really good at them now like and making oh, them look are. legit. So. Yeah. The problem is if uh, these people would put that much effort into something legitimate, they would probably be very successful. Right, right. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But uh, some of the more common things that we've been dealing with lately is um, texts and emails and calls to people uh, saying that they're bank is going to, their debit card is going to be charged for a product or a service that they didn't order. And uh, they advised, hey, if this isn't accurate, either click this link or call this number. Mm-hmm. And that's where the problem starts. Um, at that point, if it's on your computer and you click a link, um, you could be subjected to different kind of spywares on your computer or malware, and they can uh, get all sorts of information off your computer. Right, right. Or if you're calling in, uh, they'll start um, asking you, hey, you know, we need your debit card number. That way we can refund this money back to you. Or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's, what's your address? What's your social security number? And ultimately, um, if any financial institution is approaching you with this, we have that information. We're not going to ask you for that Right, right, exactly. So that is one of the biggest telltale signs is if they start asking for account numbers and debit card numbers. Another big one that's been happening lately are sweetheart scams. Um, you see those a lot through the Internet where you're talking to somebody, maybe they're um, – overseas and mm-hmm, you establish mm-hmm. a relationship then all of a sudden oh hey i am i'm stuck here in germany i'd like to come back to the states and see ya but i'm gonna need you to send me ten thousand dollars right right get a plane ticket and even down to the smaller level hey can you send money to help out with the utilities or gas so i can come see you that kind of thing exactly and then, oof. 
And then um, a big one lately is uh, compromised um, computers. So you're sitting working on your computer and all of a sudden a pop-up pops up and says, hey, your your computer's been corrupted. Uh, you need to call this number. We can fix it for you. We could recover your information. We can get this off your computer. And when you call in, it can start with, hey, um, just give us $30. We'll clear this off of your computer. You'll be fine. You'll keep all your data. Well, then it escalates from there, and they find something else on there, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. then it just snowballs into a bigger situation. Um, this is a little bit more of a problem because uh, people will relinquish control of their computers, and then the perpetrator will install stuff right. on their computer. Right. So then at that point, you have to take your computer in to somebody more knowledgeable than us to clean your computer and make sure there's none of that software on there. But it all could have been prevented yeah. with just that little bit of uh, awareness. Yeah, this brings me back to my days. I used to work in the IT world, specifically in cybersecurity. And yeah, the scams, you know, some of the old tried and true ones, you know, that you're mentioning were around so long ago. But yeah, they've become much more sophisticated and, you know, these are things that can be, in, in a lot of ways, prevented if you're just, you know, I'm not here to sell anybody any cybersecurity. I'm long out of that business. But it really is something you should, you should take a look at. You know, there are a lot of different, uh, a lot of different uh, software programs out there that can be helpful to you. Something else that you may not, have, you may not be aware of, but uh, used to be kind of for computer nerds back in the day, but VPNs, virtual private mm -hmm. networks, those are very widely available now. And that what they do is they encrypt your, your internet connection. Right. Now, if you're going to be foolish and go out there to a particular website that you shouldn't be on, well, you know, that's, that's your fault. But um, nevertheless, if you're just out there on the internet and you are, and you're you're kind of making sure you're on, in the in the in the nice places to play on the internet. Then there's much less likelihood of you having any issues with your computer. Well, and just any if of the you times, have that VPN. Yeah, any of the times you've uh, plugged in your bank information when you bought something too. Uh, you're just if you're on a VPN, there's less likelihood than of, of someone having access to that. Yeah, and you know, my wife and I, we we run our own little um, side, you know, uh, online business and. And we become much more familiar with what the the different um, you know payment processors and things like that, the kind of things that that uh, that they have to protect people. And you know, we tell people you know they want us to kind of hang on to their credit card number to make it easier for them to buy stuff. And we say, look, we don't want your credit card number. And by the way, when you order through our website, our, we don't even see it. We don't know it. We don't possess it in any way. Right. And so there's a, there are a lot of protections out there. But yeah, these, these criminals, like you said, Brian, like if they were actually you know, uh, pillars of society, or they could be, right, if they put all that, that uh, activity and uh, in ingeniousness to, uh, to doing some good things. But yeah, there's, there's a lot of scammers out there, and it's, uh, it, it seems like there's more than ever. What should folks do if they think something is fraudulent? If they if they think that they've seen something that's kind of suspicious, do they reach out to you then first, or reach out to a, a Meridian Trust? So with that, if you ever have any suspicions with any of that, um, whether it be with Meridian Trust or any other bank or any other store or with Amazon, um, reach out to them to see if it's a legitimate email that they sent, because there is a lot of stuff where uh, 
um, they make it look like it's coming from a bank, coming from Amazon. And um, just don't rely on the information that's given to you. If there's an email on there or a phone number, look it up and do your due diligence and mm-hmm. just call and confirm. If, if it's something you've never seen before, it, it never hurts to call and ask. You're going to save yourself a lot of headache and heartache if you do that. Well, and I think that's just, just good advice for everyone. Uh, banking aside, everything, just uh, be safe with your information uh, and be, be extra cautious. Have that have those suspicions. And if you do feel like you, uh, uh, if those uh, red flags are raised, uh, trust that gut instinct there. Now, looking forward to some of the things going on with Meridian Trust. Uh, uh, we are running a little bit short of here on time here now. What's going on with some uh, renovations that are happening with the building? Certainly. Um, as I mentioned, uh, the building was put up in 1980. They did a little bit of a uh, uh, renovation in uh, 97. So we've been about due uh, for a little upgrade. Uh, we got some painting that's been going on and uh, doing some flooring replacements and just kind of sprucing up the place and getting it uh, looking kind of sharp for, for the summer coming up. So if it's been a while since you've been in, pop in, see what we're doing, see what's going on in there. Also, uh, we're going to be out at the Garden Expo on, on April 22nd. Uh, helping people get some financing great doing some um garden upgrades uh, yeah you know, yeah maybe, maybe yeah. you need funds for a new little greenhouse in the backyard well no that so. that is actually amazing because i think a lot of people aren't prepared of what the price is going to be for oh. for for garden i mean everyone who's like oh eggs are so expensive i'm going to go raise my own chickens you have no idea how <laughs> how expensive that is and even down Certainly. to the gardening level uh yeah. the, the price of soil those kinds of things it's yeah. if you're doing it to save money it's not always the best it's more about the process but having someone to guide you along and let you know that'll be that'll be amazing indeed so um yeah we'll be out there uh, and then i'm sure you'll see us at uh miscellaneous events during the summer because uh, as you know in lander there's stuff going on every weekend oh come gosh. summer so. well then you're involved in the community as you're saying before like with the, the 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 junior events that you're doing going to the schools and uh speaking there as well well thanks again uh brian for filling us in on all of that and giving us uh, uh an idea of what to look forward to if people are interested in um, learning more and reaching out to you guys how do they do that um, well, uh, they're always welcome to pop into the credit union, um, or they're always uh, welcome to give us a call uh, down there, uh, 332-3120. Um, I'm always willing to answer any questions, as well as uh, the staff we have going down there. They're all very well-versed in, in the business. So any concerns or questions, definitely feel free to reach out to us. Call in, stop in, Brian. Just thanks again so much for Phil. I think I feel like I learned a lot here today. Yeah, thank you very much, gentlemen, for having me. And uh, Owen, as always, uh, thank you for coming in today. We're like I said, running a little bit short on time here. But was there anything else that you uh, wanted to promote uh, chamber wise before we let you get out of here? Just wanted to continue to promote this great this great podcast and radio show that we do. Thank you, Brian, for coming on board. Lander Chamber members, this this show is for you and it's about you. So if you would like to be a member, uh, sorry, be a a guest on the Lander Biz Show. Please give us a call, 332-3892. Most chamber memberships include one appearance on this show a year. So contact us, uh, and and we can talk to you more about getting you on uh, the radio, on the Internet, and and get you some more business. Be on the lookout for the Lander Biz Show coming your way, and uh, look for it on County 10 as well on the radio and podcast section. You can listen to the interview in its entirety. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and we come back more KOVE after a quick word from our sponsors.